to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective visit pleasurepodcasts.com i am so grateful to my ongoing sponsors uber lube i'm guessing if you have listened before that you know about uber lube but it's always time to refill that lube bottle at least because i think that using lube generously is always the key and uber lube right now is offering listeners a special 10 percent off and free shipping when you use my code S and S at uberlube.com. Remember that using lube doesn't mean that you aren't turned on or that you're not doing a good job. It's just a tool that helps to maximize your pleasure experiences. Uberlube is a luxurious, high grade silicone lubricant made from clean, body friendly ingredients. It's just silicone with a little bit of vitamin E. The vitamin E leaves a velvety finish that actually moisturizes the skin. It's good for all parts of the body, even your hair. I use it to help ease the frizzies that I get, and Uberlube has no scent or flavor, so it's great for sensitive skin. Remember to make sure that Uberlube is compatible with whatever barrier method or toy you might be using, but it's definitely compatible with your human skin. Lube is supposed to enhance touch, not overpower it, and Uberlube adds a thin layer that leads to just the right amount of slip while still allowing for skin-on-skin sensations. Right now, they're offering listeners a special 10% off and free shipping when you use my code S&S at uberlube.com. That's 10% off and free shipping. Just use promo code S&S at U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E.com. Now to the episode. Thanks for tuning in. Sluts and Scholars is a sex-positive, shame-free educational podcast where we try to help you talk smart and fuck smarter. While we love to give advice and resources, please note that this podcast or any emails from us are not intended to be therapy or a replacement for therapy. Welcome back to another week of Sluts and Scholars. I'm Nicoletta Heidegger, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and sexologist. And this week, I am pleased to welcome ASMR Daddy, a.k.a. Rick. He is a writer, deviant, and Tarantino fan from Australia who willingly got up at 6 a.m. to do this interview, who started making (laughs) respectfully disrespectful audio porn for his sexually frustrated female friends during pandemic lockdown. Next thing you know, he is sharing his dirty words and love of playing with power dynamics with the world. Welcome, Rick. A pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. And, you know, this is, we're, we're doing okay for 6am. I have a coffee here and we're, we're doing all right. I mean, I don't know you otherwise, but you seem of sound mind and awake enough to me. So we'll, just, <laughs> we'll go with it. Excellent. Okay. So if you're not tired of telling the story, just give me a little tidbit about like how this developed from a personal interest to something <laughs> that was, yeah, that you have like a huge following for. It began in lockdown. It, it really began um, during the, the global pandemic, which we all experienced. Um, I, uh, here in Australia, was going through one of the, a, a really big lockdown. Um, and that lockdown lasted for months and months. And I guess like everybody who experienced that uh, was very... Um, creatively frustrated and sexually frustrated and, you know, catching up with friends constantly via Zoom uh, and some of them being friends that I play with, you know, we would have conversations about, hey, how are you surviving this? You know, how are you getting through this sexually? Uh, and, yeah, the, we ha- I had was having a lot of conversations uh, around porn um, and, and how lacking it seemed to be. And so many of my female friends were talking about how 
terrible porn was and how they just couldn't find anything that that really resonated with them and one of the things that kept constantly coming up was why are the men so quiet in porn why why are they just why are they not there like they don't verbalize anything they're just completely silent uh you know, what, well, there's some there's some grunts and things in the mainstream. Yeah, you know? yeah, you know, maybe the occasional <laughs> or like the teeth the teeth shucking, like <laughs> <sighs> yeah, uh, you know what I mean. That's like that's all you get. A hundred percent. And I've always been very verbal uh, in, in that regard. I've always loved talking. I'm a, I guess I'm a writer by trade, and I love words, and it's something that I've I've always enjoyed exploring when it came to sex, and so. Yeah, I had some of these friends, and some of them are intimate play partners, and they were like, can you just send me some dirty voice recordings? I miss your voice. And I was like, yeah, I can I can do that. That's not a problem. Um, you know, so I sent a few audio recordings off. I just, you know, was laying in bed one night and decided to uh, – I was inspired and decided to <laughs> <laughs> decided to just pull out the phone and, and record myself for like, you know, five or six minutes, sent them off. Um, and then like a – you know, I think it was like the next week and and one of the uh, – one of my friends that I sent them to, um, she was like, look, don't be mad but I have sent them to a couple more friends. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? And she's like, don't worry. Uh, yeah, probably should have asked yeah. for consent, but I guess <laughs> yes. it was out of, out of uh, appreciation. <laughs> it was, it was, and, and she was like, look, don't worry. They're not people you know, but, but what we have now is requests. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, really? And we you know, so I started having this conversation and I. Were you really surprised though? Or like, did you know you were good at it? Uh, no, like I, I, I guess I was surprised. Like I, it, it, though, it's something that I really enjoyed doing. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. I, I, I guess also I, I know my experience. But if you have a look at porn, which a lot of people, you know, a lot of people's lens into sex is, is porn, and it it paints a very narrow picture of of what sexy is, and so. I think that colors people's opinions of of what is popular and what's attractive and and it is very narrow. It is truly, truly narrow. So it, there was a, a level of surprise there for me, definitely. Um, but I was really turned on by it. Uh, and speaking, hearing what, what people's reactions, what women's reactions was uh, to it as well, I found that really intriguing as well. And so I just started asking questions. I'm like, like you know, I I know I know what I think is sexy, but like, I, I I want all of these opinions. I want to hear what these women are finding like you know really attractive about this. And that and just, just to clarify for listeners, if you can't tell from what we're saying, all of the content is all audio based, hmm. um, and so there's no visuals except for the like Tarantino inspired <laughs> yeah. little background <laughs> visuals that Rick has included. But it's all just audio content, hmm. just him talking, sound effects, uh, things like that. And 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 I was really intrigued by that as well uh, because I, I think taking away the visual element of it. Um, it, it, it's so much. I think it makes it so much more engaging. It means that you know you're you're not kind of dealing with a very narrow view of what's visually attractive, you know, which is usually you know a white cishet male, you know, shoving a very narrow view of what they believe is sexy down your throat. But when it's just audio, you can you can fill the gaps with your own fantasy. It could be it could be it's your dream man, you know, like at at any point. Um, 
and and I and I love the way that it is more kind of engaging. It isn't just kind of just sitting back and being passive. You have to like invest yourself and your imagination in it. And I think so much porn misses that. It misses imagination and 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 really kind of drawing you in. So yeah, I I I, I was just really intrigued by the idea of of that and and speaking to women and and bringing their fantasies to life and. It, so that that kind of just started this journey, and you know, as soon as I started putting it on Pornhub, um, it kind of took off, and and yeah. and I'm still constantly surprised by the success of it even now. <laughs> well, congratulations, and I would love for you know most of the content that I've seen of yours kind of focuses primarily around this particular interest, which is known as DDLG, Daddy Dom, Little Girl, or Things with Daddies. If you're listening, you probably know that like the moniker Daddy, I think has now become like so popular just in mainstream culture. Have talked a lot about daddy stuff on the podcast, but I would say the last daddy person that I had on turned out to just be like a misogynistic, mm. uh, abusive asshole, unfortunately, even though their episode was wildly popular. Um, but would love to hear from you, like, what is what is this kind of play and what makes a good daddy? Yeah, look, um, I, I, I also think that uh, a big part of what I actually do with this, I, I really feel like this type of porn is almost activism now. Um, not just because it, it is, you know, all of the ideas that kind of fuel it uh, are coming from women. It's coming from the community that's kind of started to build around ASMR Daddy, their ideas, what they find attractive, what they find sexy. Uh, you know, nearly all of my audios just are, are ideas pulled from the community that they suggest. But there's also the element of trying to put uh trying to show what a healthy dom sub a healthy ddlg um relationship uh looks like because it has become the the concept of a daddy has become so bastardized in in uh mainstream society and mainstream porn i think and what what i find um um, um scary about that at times even is that uh, you have a lot of guys now, I think, or uh, women as well, watching kind of those the daddy porn or BDSM porn or dom sub porn and getting a really superficial view of, of what they're playing with those power dynamics is, which is dangerous. You know, you can't just watch a few BDSM videos and go, right, I know what being a daddy is. You know, you, you degrade a woman, you slap her, and you, you get away with whatever you want. That's, that's, that's not what playing with the power dynamics is about, you know, like, and that's really dangerous. And I think more and more men are coming into that space and thinking, oh, you know, this is a way to disguise my misogyny. <laughs> and that's, mm. that's, that truly is scary. And so, but, but from my experience, you know, some of the most genuine, honest, uh, beautiful relationships I've had have been within that space, in that DDLG space, because, it, it truly is, if you want to play with power dynamics, you truly have to be vulnerable. You truly have to be honest. Um, you have to be on the same page. You've got to have, like, you know, deep, intimate discussions about what your boundaries are, um, about um, how you're going to structure things, you know. What, what, are, what safe words are we going to be using? Are we using a traffic-like system? You're constantly checking in with your partner to see where they are and, and, and how they're going, um, you know, pulling back and having discussions if, if things, things have, have, have kind of gone a little too far in one direction. Um, yeah, I take that really, really seriously. And I think once this started taking off, I, I said to myself that 
if I was going to, you know, put um, this kink out into the world that that I have been involved in for some time, I really wanted to show it in a holistic light. You know, like I, I that's why, like, I make sure that there's these aftercare audios um, that I, I that right peppered right throughout um, my work because that's intrinsic. You can't have like impact play and really be degrading and, and, and utilize terms. Yeah. Be a dirty, be a dirty little slut for daddy. Right? You, and, and, you know, and, whatever. And, and, then you, and then nothing. Yeah. You can't have the yin without the yang. you you have to actually, you know, make sure that you take care of your partner after something like that and check in on them, see how they're going, rub them better, make them feel, make them feel, uh, uh closer to you. Like, I, I think that's really important. I think a lot of, um, BDSM, DDLG stuff really misses the, the the two sides of the coin. And that's essential. It is so, so essential. So, yeah, what do I think makes a good daddy? I, I, I really think that you have to be uh, empathetic. You have to be a great listener. You have to be um, completely unselfish. Like, I think a lot of people get that wrong in those dom-sub kind of relationships. It, even though the dom may be in control, the the sub is the one who sets the parameters like truly sets the parameters and and who almost has more control because they are allowing you to have that they they are after you know all these discussions um and boundary setting they're the ones who hand it over and so you have that responsibility uh, and i take that really seriously yeah right okay and it also sounds like a, a good balance of stern yet soothing yeah and 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 i think a lot of people who who are coming into that in, into the kink now miss that it, it, it is two sides of the coin you have to balance it out there has to be that that equilibrium that you find um so yeah, yeah. And, and i mean you are you are describing like being a good parent yeah. <laughs> essentially <laughs> right and a lot of us maybe haven't had that the experience of having a parent that we felt like met our needs because of their own shortcomings or how they were raised or trauma or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I think a lot of people do turn towards this sometimes as a corrective experience, right? As like looking for this space where they can feel cared for yeah. and it's around and it's arousing. Yeah, completely. And, 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 you know, so many of the, the play partners that I've, that I've had uh, in, in, in this space, um, I mean, we have such genuine and honest conversations ab about our upbringing, about our lives, uh, about our our fears. Um, so, and this dynamic really brings it out uh, uh, because, yeah, you 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 that is what you kind of you're looking for in it. Um, you know, I can I even speak from my own experience. I think uh, 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 taking up kind of the the, the role of a, of a daddy who was something that if I, I go back, you know, like something that I was kind of missing as a, in, in, in my childhood. It is something that I've found very, very healing um, uh, in, yeah. in, in my later years. Yeah. And how did you sort of figure out that you were a daddy or interested in this stuff? Um, it, look, I have always been forever curious. Um, I'm somebody who uh, loves kind of throwing myself into the deep end of different experiences because, hey, but at the end of it, that's what we have, right? We have the experiences that we've, you know, dived into in life. Um, look, I would say it's mostly uh, because of my curiosity, but also some um, really amazing um, older women in my, in my 20s who 
had guided me in, into this a little bit. They could see my interest in it, and and I started having you know conversations. As you could probably tell, I love talking. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to get me to shut up sometimes. Um, no, that's I mean the podcast is all about talking, so uh, you're in the right place. You're, you're there, like, hey, I've got another question to ask. Come on, Rick. <laughs> um, and look, I mean, you make money off of your voice, and so like <laughs> it is uh, objectively great voice. So I'm sure a lot of people like listening. <laughs> it's 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 i still find that funny sometimes like i, I think like mm, most of, i think like most of us i that imposter syndrome yeah well i and and you know you, i don't know you you might experience this as well like going back and editing the podcast i i just can't stand my own voice i can't when you listen back to it i'm mm. like oh my god and i know there's like a sign there's, there's there's a reason behind that because the your voice never actually sounds like your own voice in your own head um, yeah. but yeah, that, I always find that funny. Sometimes I'm like, I'm editing something and I'm like, really? They, yeah, they, they, they enjoy this voice. But anyway, do you think, I mean, I know you said you're kind of a, a writer person. So was it just a more like innate characteristic or quality that you feel like you were able to talk and express yourself in this way? Cause I'm thinking of, you know, friends, clients, whatever. And the fact that like outright you were able to be like oh yeah i'll just record this five six minute audio that like was so loved and appreciated that can be really intimidating or scary for a lot of people so like if folks are maybe interested in practicing their dirty talk their whatever talk you want to call it like i don't know was there anything that was helpful for you to find the words to get confident did it just come naturally um, look, as you can probably tell, I, I, I do love talking. So I think it, 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 there's, there's an element that it did just come quite naturally to me. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I've done things in the past, like radio, but it, I think once you kind of see that, you know, bright red recording mark, there's a part of you that goes, Oh God, you know, like, what do I do? What, what do I do again? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look, I, I, I think just be natural. I think a, a, a part of I think why my audio is um, successful is I don't script a lot. I, I don't kind of like write it all down and, and, and read it off a screen. I, it very much is kind of I have a loose idea and I just kind of go with it. I try to make it very organic. Um, Shit, but, you're really good at not saying likes or ums. <laughs> that that might be that might be the radio training, but it might just it might just <laughs> also be because at the I'm really turned on like most of the time when I'm doing them. So I <laughs> it seems that you know likes and ums just aren't there when I'm when when I'm in yeah. that place. So. Which is interesting because I think a lot of people when they're turned on, they there's this assumption that they can't think with their brain anymore. But it sounds like for you, it's it doesn't inhibit that. You're just able to still be creative and uh, and use your voice. Yeah, it, it's almost like having a, a like a narrator. Like I, I'm I'm almost kind of narrating my my thoughts as they kind of pop into my head mm. like oh this is what I want to do or like I can this yeah. is what you need and I, I'm kind of right. constantly kind of just reading the, the the room if if i'm with somebody i'm reading them so yeah it, it's it, I, I i got asked about my process recently and I, I i was thinking about it i'm like i wish i had a better answer but i just kind of like an idea pops. <laughs> you're like i just get really turned on and i say what i want to do <laughs> like like I, I i i you know i'll read one of the ideas from the community and i'll, I'll go through like the list that i compile and i'm like oh that's a good one yeah i like that that's the one I'm going to record, mm -hmm. you know, tonight. And, and I just kind of like, you know, set my imagination to it and, and off we go. Yeah. 
So for folks out there listening, I guess my advice and taking from that too is like if you're struggling with, I hate to even call it dirty talk because it's just like sexy fun talk, but if you're struggling with how to do that, I think a lot of people feel like they have to say something specific or uh, I don't know, perform in some way. But really all it is, is like you said, it's just narrating. It's just saying, what am I doing right now? What am I wanting to do? Um, and that for some is scary in a, in a different light, right? It's mm. uh, it's a big ask to be honest and open yeah. um, about that. Uh, so I guess a question about that is, have you always felt comfortable with your own sexuality? And if not, like, has there been anything that was helpful to kind of really embrace this part of yourself? Yeah. I wouldn't say that I always have been, to be honest. I think um, in my teens and, and early 20s, I was not confident at, at all. Like I I was a bit of a nerdy kid um, and I but it was always kind of like, you know, I was always like the, the the one who was like the fun guy, but you know I was dealing with a lot of stuff underneath that as well, I guess. But yeah, no, I, I was never I was not the, as confident as I am now um, sexually, like back in the day. But interestingly enough, I think when once I started to embrace um, things like talking dirty, that actually really helped me be more confident. Another tip that I give to people if they struggle with verbalizing is ask questions i think that's how it really began with me like i i took though the the that idea of like asking my partner what it is they wanted and took that into you know actually the into the bedroom into intersex and started that's i think that's where i really started first talking dirty is when i'd just be asking questions during it like do you you know do you like that you know what turns you on um you know constantly looking for that back and forth um during sex because you know i i i I, I want to please them. It isn't. It wasn't just a selfish endeavor. I wanted to, to please them. And so I think that's a great and easy place to start is just asking questions, you know, um, and 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 you start getting that back and forth. The, the little, you know, dance begins. And so that's that's a good place to start. Yeah, and you've talked a lot about your community, and I think. And for those listening, a daddy can be any gender. Right now, I'm talking yeah. to Rick, who identifies as a male daddy, but there's all sorts of daddies. But you seem to target mostly a female audience. Is that mostly just because that's who's listening? Is that because that's mostly your interest? Um, do you have other gendered listeners who are part of yeah. your community? Yeah. Um, it, it, I mean, it's it's definitely been... Um, uh, uh, content that I've been producing for women because that has primarily been my audience and I'm, I, I identify as a, a, a straight male. But, you know, we've got plenty of um, people in the community uh, across the gender spectrum and, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're part of the community. They uh, a big fan base on on Pornhub and, and, and OnlyFans is, is um, male identifying as well. Uh, so, yeah, and I, I embrace that. I think that's um, that's that's amazing because... Again, you know, there's, there, there isn't a lot of content out there that uh, uh, is kind of, you know, in this space that's coming from kind of a daddy and, and is just, you know, audio that's verbal. That's what the, the, the focus on. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm happy that that can help out, you know, whoever across the gender spectrum. 
This episode is sponsored in part by Pour Moi, French for For Me. The Intensity by Pour Moi is an intimate health exercise and stimulation device. It exercises and tones your pelvic floor muscles and your vagina. Pour Moi is offering listeners $25 off of Intensity when you go to pourmoi.com and enter code S&S at checkout, and this works on top of any other discounts they're offering. Their device, called the Intensity, teaches users how to properly perform kegels. It also has a vibrating component for your pleasure. This product lets you balance feeling good with working hard. Things like the natural process of aging, high-impact exercises, and sometimes childbirth can take a toll on the health of the muscles that surround the vagina, or anus, causing them to lose tone over time. Studies have demonstrated that tightened and toned pelvic floor muscles can increase the power and intensity of vulvar orgasms. Poor Moi, again, is offering listeners an additional $25 off on top of whatever other discounts are going on with them uh, when you go to pourmoi.com and enter code S&S at checkout. You can use this code along with any other code on their website. That's $25 off on top of all ongoing promotions when you go to P-O-U-R-M-O-I.com and use code S&S. Pormois.com, promo code S&S. And while you're exercising, you can download the Field app for free and support our show by using the link in this episode's description. Just click the link in our episode to get the Field app for free today. And you have to click the one in our episode description because then they know that we sent you there. Field is the alternative dating app for couples and singles. This app was originally designed for people seeking threesomes, but it's become a place for couples, thruples, singles, and more to connect with like-minded, open folks who are wanting to have some non-monogamous experiences. This app is inclusive to all, no matter your gender or orientation. When you join, you can choose to identify as over 20-plus genders and sexualities. I was actually already using Field before they sponsored the podcast, and I have met some really fun folks. It's really all to be able to, you know, just be yourself on an app and have options to shamelessly share your wants and desires with folks who are looking for some of the same things. It's also a good way to just build some like-minded community, and it was a lifesaver of a fun, sexy outlet during the pandemic to help me connect with people digitally. And again, great news, you can download that Field app for free and support our show by using the link in this episode's description. Just click the link in our episode to get the Field app for free today. Don't forget, the more you support the advertisers, the more you support the podcast. Enjoy, and back to the episode. Yeah, so you it does sound and seem like you are very accessible to your audience. So you've got a couple different platforms where you feature your content, whether that be Pornhub or OnlyFans uh, or Patreon and um, you've created a community, it seems like. So tell me about how did this community happen and how do you how do you keep in touch with your fans? What's that like? Yeah, I, again, it, it happened really organically. Um, uh, so I, I was initially just on Pornhub and um, that just kind of kept going up and up and I started having conversations with uh, um, people in, in the comments of Pornhub. And at first. I love reading those comments, not just on <laughs> yours, but if you go, like, if you're bored, go read the comments on Pornhub. And sometimes they are fucking hysterical. It's just people say, like, it's not even about the sex. It's just wild. Some of the stuff that people are saying, it's very entertaining. Um, but it sounds like you were actually, like, engaging like a, a normal person. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, you know, the, the comment section was, I, I, I found that so much fun. Like, I, I'm a, I'm a person who loves, um, 
you know, building community and talking to people and connecting. And so the comments Well, were, it's also nice when the community is like, you're amazing and we love you and, yeah. <laughs> and supportive. <laughs> but, but like, but also, uh, like, also um, hilarious. Like, I like this, the thing mm. I always kind of constantly say is like, I, p- people sometimes take sex way too seriously. Like, it, you know, sure. like, and, and especially when you get to kind of kink, um, I, I think you can take it just a little bit too seriously. But like, I'm the sort of person who, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll be daddy and we can have the most, you know, amazing, intense, passionate, out there sex. And then, uh, and then, and then I'll, then there's like a high, like we can joke and laugh like five minutes later and mm-hmm. like something hilariously wrong, like something strange happens. You just crack up laughing in the middle of sex. I, I, yeah. It's, it's such a, Sex is so weird. Like, it, you know, we need to, <laughs> sex <laughs> is weird. <laughs> you need to embrace the weirdness every now and again, and just right. be like, so, like, you know, some yeah. of those comments I love. Like, I have a, I have a, like a running list of my favorite hilarious comments. Oh, do you have? Is it easily accessible? I want to hear um, some of these. Yes, hold on. Let me see if I can find this. Um, <laughs> Only if it's easy. I, I think I've got it right here, actually. <laughs> you're you're like uh, pretending it's hard to find. You're like actually, it's on a poster on the side of my bed, and I read it before bed every night. <laughs> I've got a <laughs> These right are my here. affirmations. Yeah, I can remember a couple off the top of my head. Like this one that's like, oh yeah, this, you've memorized. Yeah. You're like, I don't even need to read them. They're memorized. This, this one that, that that made me like spit my coffee out when I read it. It was like, um, <laughs> I love this guy, but he he breathes like a hippo. <laughs> There's <laughs> like another one's like uh, daddy gives me low key Dwight Schrute vibes and I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I don't know. I'm sure I'm not the only one because apparently this person is, but like I kind of love Dwight Schrute. Like I think I would totally fuck Dwight. Um and if you don't know who Dwight is, watch The Office. Watch the office. He is like a semi-sociopathic, murderous <laughs> beat farmer owner who is, like, sort of repressed but also, like, kinky. I don't even know how to describe him, but, like, that, that is I would very, fuck Dwight. That is, that is a really good explanation of Dwight. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Okay, that maybe that's why. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey. I guess I'm sensing a theme here for my interest. Not gonna, not gonna is, y- Dw- is Dwight Schrute? My type is Dwight Schrute. Not gonna yuck your yums, Nicoletta. I love it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, okay, great. What are some other, <laughs> any other ones you remember? Um, I, I, I'm gonna find the list because it, it is it's spectacular. I'll, I'll go through some of the end. But okay, so you read these comments. You were like, and, "This and, is and funny." Community like, great. It was, it was, that that back and forth was really fun. And then somebody suggested, like, "Hey, I really want to support what you're doing here. I think it's important. Like, how can I send you money?" And I'm like. Yeah, I mean, you are catering to, like, all the quote-unquote good girls around the world. So yeah. everyone's like, how can I be a good girl? And 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 at, at the time, I mean, I, I was like, no, 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 it's it's, it's okay. Like, I'm, I, I really wasn't – I was never doing it for the money. I'm still not doing it for the money. I, I – I, um, it, it, it's interesting because it's kind of gotten to a point where I, I could kind of throw everything in this bag and kind of ride it as a primary source of income. But I, mm. I don't want to do that. I feel like if this becomes a job that it's, it might lose some of that spontaneity. Like I love being able just to like to be inspired by somebody's idea and run off, record it and throw it up and, and not have to worry about the numbers it's doing. And so I, yeah, I, 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 I try. I want to stay away from that. So, um, but yeah, I, I decided to start the Patreon because I had so many people um, requesting uh, that. So, I threw that up, and and 
what I found through that was then I, I really started to build more of a sense of community. Like I could talk to people in a specific place and take those requests and it was a place for them to kind of gather and, and be a hub. And But then um, I, I really saw the potential in that of, of, of women connecting because that was what was happening. You had like women talking in the comments about having conversations um, uh, about embracing this as a kink, right? You know, like especially the people who were just coming into it, you know, talking about the, um, oh, I felt so bad embracing this at the very beginning. And I could see that, that, that the really important conversations and connections were happening. And so that's when the Discord came into it. I created the, the Discord and that truly is what kind of took off. Um, I would say like, two thirds of the people who support through Patreon end up in the discord. And it is how many people are on this discord. I, look, it's only a couple of hundred at, at this point. Um, but, and we've kind of closed it off a little bit at the moment um, because of the, yeah, that's a lot of people to manage. Well, yeah. because of the discord, the new discord, not safe for work changes, we're kind of waiting um, to, for, to sort some of that out. But it, it is this beautiful, amazing community of women who, um, as they constantly say to me, like they came for Rick but they they stayed for each other. Um, it, it is they it, it's truly inspiring um, every day, and it's one of the reasons I, I want to continue doing this because uh, the connections that have been made, the conversations there around kink, around you know red flags um, uh, within the BDSM community, um, it it it's a place of education, it's a place of of support, uh, you know, um, and. I, I think that's amazing, um, and, and especially talking a sex-positive community where they can discuss um, things that potentially they've never been able to discuss with anybody else before in a really safe space. I think that's really important. Um, yeah. and, and, yeah. and are you participating too, or yeah. is it more just for the listeners? Um, I, I definitely participate, but as I say to everyone who comes in, it, it isn't about me. Um, it isn't a place to... Uh, primarily to like connect with me and it's it's all about me yeah. um it is it is about the community and and have got this amazing moderator team who who yeah. continue to build the place and, and and guide guide other people through so yeah it's, it's it's really humbling and and i love um i mean look a podcast has been born from from it two of the two of the girls um uh, who support have started their own podcast out of it and th they're they're having these amazing conversations with the community and then they bring other people into interview now and 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 having very similar conversations to to the ones that you have with with established people you know sex workers and, and therapists and and yeah, yeah I, I love it i think that's a really amazing and something i want to encourage it's really starting a dialogue yeah. And, yeah. and creating a, a safe space truly truly and so yeah I do wonder, though, I don't know if you've had this experience, but I have interviewed a lot of sex workers of all kinds. Um, and a big thing, a big, a big issue that I've heard of, you know, is that, and I, I experienced this too as a sex therapist, is that, you know, when people, you are people's fantasy yeah. in a lot of ways, right? Like you're saying these things, obviously they don't see all the parts of you. Um, and something that can happen is that people kind of can sometimes project their their wants, their desires, their needs, you're their perfect person, whatever, yeah. or they really feel like they deserve need or are privileged to access to you. Yes. Um, and so I do wonder, have you had to deal with that? And how do you deal with folks who have maybe tried to push the boundaries or wanted to become play partners mm. or, or wanted to be closer to you or felt like you were 
speaking to them or they could say and do whatever they want to you has yeah. that has that <laughs> happened at all for you yeah, yeah it has um and and look uh, it's understandable um, I can definitely see where where that comes from. It's in that people want to con- some people want to yeah. continue the fantasy. Um, yeah, look, it's hard not to. You're literally yeah. touching yourself in a very intimate, vulnerable way while potentially listening to someone, feeling like you're getting to know them and they're getting to know you. And it's like this kind of um, I don't want to say it's false because there is a lot of connection to that, but you're still a a real person. Yeah. And, and, and look, I mean, I, 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 I try to treat it no different to what I treat any relationships like sexually or friendships or even just, you know, relationships at work. And, and that is, um, to be really clear with, um, how I communicate with people and, and my boundaries. And so, you know, making sure that people come in and, and realize that, um, Hey, uh, this, this is fantasy that we're building here. And it's something that I, I love that, um, you've connected with and that you indulge with in, but, um, I in no way, shape or form, um, am, am, am your actual daddy. Like I, 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 I am not that. And so, yeah, unless we've agreed, unless we've agreed to it. Yeah. And, and look, I mean, I think the way I kind of go, go about doing that is when you get to a point where you're trying to connect with me on a more personal level, but you know, through the Patreon and the discord, that's when you start seeing, um, more shades of you know who rick is and you know like the patreon's a great example like i have uh there's a regular audio that i do on patreon just called the mailbag which started off as this thing whereas i just you know i am like once a month i um get all these requests from the community um of things to say or like i'm replying to them and it's just descended into madness like now it, it, it's it is basically the mailbag is me um quoting like the princess bride like the <laughs> princess bride um I, I, I that was a sexual awakening for a lot of young people right? um i i believe in, as in, you wish <laughs> i believe in the last mailbag i did a spoken word version of the yin yang twins um it, it's it, it, like it, it's basically become oh let's get let's get daddy to say this funny thing like it's like i'm a play my voice is like a play thing so and 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 i i really love that because it does it shows the other elements of me and and also says look you know i'm a real person like i'm and you can also say no and not record the things you don't want to 100 so yeah i i i think it's uh, important to kind of set those boundaries up so that people don't get um lost in the fantasy they don't drown in the fantasy and and realize that oh right this is and you and i have plenty of like real conversations with people um on the patreon and discord as well um uh, that illustrate that you know I'm just a normal normal person, nothing to be worshipped. Yeah. Like, and and uh, especially when it kind of rolls over into more, um, I, I think you can always like get to people on a more human level when you're even just chatting to them and and realizing you know what drew you to this, like where where, where can can you actually um, uh, apply this in in your life elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, if you have the bandwidth, if you had the bandwidth for 200, like official baby girls, I would want to know like how, how you did that. And when do you know for yourself that maybe you're tapped out on a personal level and it needs to just be professional? Um, Like, how do you know your, yeah. How do you figure out your own bandwidth for like how many children you can have? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I, I, yeah, I, I, I've been only been doing this for a year, just over a year, and I think it's. Uh, I just need to. I, I check in with myself constantly. So, mm-hmm. look at the moment. I've been taking a bit of a break um, from from the Discord just because you know there's been a lot happening in 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 my life uh, uh, personally. You know, we, we we just got out of another lockdown here. Um, yeah. So yeah, and and I'm I just try to be really upfront with 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 the community about that. Um, you know, like there's a there's a space on the actual Discord for people to talk about just you know mental health kind of check-ins and, um, and just be just talking about you know where they're at and how they're doing um, and 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 people you know providing support stuff like that's important. So and that the community yeah. really understands that it isn't just about me being there and and you know you know doing a doing a song and dance for them all the time and that I am a real person and so they're really supportive of that. And it sounds like you've been good about voicing your own boundaries and there's there's always boundary pushers potentially. Have you had to deal with any like obsessive fans? Yeah, yeah. And look, there's been a few things that have popped up and and yeah. even speaking to um, um, other friends who are sex workers, you know, realizing mm-hmm. this, this this is this is bound to happen um, every now and again. And so, yeah. you know, whether it's Yeah, there's so much you can project on a fantasy person. Yeah, and 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 uh, people feel that they can be vulnerable and honest with you. And, and, and I, I really appreciate that, but I, you know, as I always, yeah, especially if you're the only one to like first give permission. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and I, I, I and I'm try, I try to be, you know, really respectful of that because it can be, it's difficult to be vulnerable. Right. And, and, and for some people yeah. find it really, really difficult. And, um, but I am in no way, shape or form a, a therapist. I, I, I encourage people to talk and to, to, to listen, but, but, you know, realize that um, if you get to a point, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm a huge advocate for therapy just in general and, and, and talking about things, but, you know, making sure that you've got um, somebody who really knows what they're talking about at the other end of it as well is, is, is super important. So, yeah, look, I've, I've had to um, have really frank conversations with, with some people and, and um, um, link them to mental health resources, which I, I have up on the Discord at all times. Um, yeah. and, and I've had to really, you know, put my put my foot down and establish like firm boundaries with some people, and and right. and, and sometimes, you know, like uh, say, hey, like this is a this has gone a little too far for me. Um, uh, right. uh, can can we please scale this back? Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I I do feel like I have to say, and and it's not always like a gendered piece, but. Um, it is interesting to hear, you know, your perspective and then to have heard like other gender perspective sex workers. And it does seem to be that there is some privilege for some in being a male, male identifying person mm. in terms of maybe your fears of like safety or being doxxed or being threatened, yeah. um, that there, there are these privileges there a little bit. I just, I don't know if that resonates with you, but I just felt the need to like say that for our listeners too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. Look, I and like I, I had an incident early on where somebody kind of mm-hmm. because you know I, I, I haven't really attached. Um, one of the beauties of doing the just audio is that um, you know yeah I'm, you're kind of pseudonymous. Yeah, there's a level of anonymity that's still there, and that's something that I've been um, I've I've found comfortable to have not just for the um, my own. Um, uh, for, for myself, because this is all yeah. brand new, and I'm still trying to figure out how it kind of slots into my you know regular regular life um but i, I but i wanted that anyway like i wanted you to yeah. be able to f- f- you know fill in those gaps with like you could be anyone 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 
Um, How do you think your vanilla life um, would fit with this? Do you think there would be a risk of, you know, losing any work or things like that? I mean, I, on Sluts and Scholars, that was the point of this show is to talk about, you know, sexual shame. Yeah. Um, is that a part of it at all in protecting yourself or is it more just <sighs> some of these other things? Um, I, I, I look, if I'm, if I'm honest, I'd, I'd, I'd say that there is an element of that. I mean, yeah, like understandable. Australia is uh, still a very conservative country. Um, once you kind of like dig below the surface of it, um, and yeah, look, I mean, okay, you know, I have most of my solid friendships. I don't think would care at all. I think most of my solid friendships um, wouldn't be surprised by this whatsoever. And you know, this I have a bunch of friends who will know about it, and. A, yeah. a thing who you send your audios to yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, you know i still remember like when i told one friend and uh, over coffee and she was like of course you did <laughs> send send me a link <laughs> yeah right love it um, um well so now looking at like some of the best things that have maybe come from this what would you say are some of the main themes of like the requests that you get because i'm hearing that there are mm. obviously there's going to be these like random diverse requests from princess bride to ying yang twins um and when it comes to some of like the bulk of the stuff are you seeing any themes in what people are wanting yeah i guess i guess you do start picking up on um um themes uh i'm trying to think of the, the the main ones i so i when i started putting out um kind of um situational ones asking for scenarios um I, w I was, I must say, I was surprised at how much of the teacher-student fantasy I got. Um, a mm. lot of people still really have a thing for, you know, Mr. So-and-so from English. Yeah, like, like somebody <laughs> somebody of power. Yeah, yeah. and Who shouldn't be doing in, it. Indeed. And so, yeah, that, that I guess it's, it is, it's so taboo. But I, I always thought that was, you know, possibly this cliche invented by, by men, but it, it definitely is something that, that kind of constantly comes up. Um, okay. Teacher, student, what else? I would say one that I've seen more from like some of the more mainstream daddy type porn is, um, yeah, there is this taboo, but it's sort of like this, you know, we're not supposed to, and you're kind of like, I just can't control myself because you're so sexy or hot or whatever. So there's almost this like, um, I don't know, someone being like so desired and so appreciated that you like can't wait or something. That seems mm. to be like a big theme that I, that I see. Yeah. I, like, I, I, another one would just be like the, the, the really wanting, um, de degrading, like really rough sex, mm. but then, but then the flip side of that as well. Like, uh, like after that's done, I, I want you to take care of me. I want you to, to, to hold me and, and mm. tell me that it's okay. Like it, it yeah. it's the, the two very intense sides of the coin yeah. that constantly. I know you're not the ther the therapist here, but yeah. you do work in, you know, there's a lot of psychology. What do you Truly. think that's about? Um, like you, like you touched on before, I think, I think a lot of it stems from, um, early childhood trauma i i truly think it does i think a lot of it um stems from it comes from a place where potentially you didn't have that care when when you were younger um uh and having somebody that you um hand over that kind of control to 
is is something that's really uh, alluring. I think. Look, I, I, it's. It, it, but in a lot of ways, the person listening is having a corrective experience because they're yeah, in control too, right? Truly. So if you're someone who has suffered with some of these negative narratives about yourself. Yeah. To have the control of being like, I'm going to choose to listen to this yes. versus having it berated yes, at you 100%. is very different because you're you're in control yeah. of that, right? Yeah, totally. I, like I'm I'm constantly amazed. One of the the the, the constants I find um, within people who are drawn to the the work that I do um, is that they are strong, independent, really um, 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 creative a lot of the times, but they're, they're women who have have a really uh, a, a strong sense of control over their own lives right now they've they've kind of carved that out for themselves and i think a lot of the times that comes from a place where maybe they didn't have that when they were younger and so yeah. they that was something they really strive towards in in their adult life and so or this is an area where they don't have to yeah and but that's and so when it comes to sex they they kind of want to let go of that and and go hey can can you be in be in control? Can you be in charge right now? Because I I I, yeah. I don't want to. I I am exhausted. I, I need somebody totally. else to tell me what to do and then take care of me. And so, yeah, yeah. I, I, I it, it like I said before. Um um, I, it's one of the reasons that I find this area of kink so intriguing and 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 such a healthy place to play because there is this truly something um healing about it and 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 you when once you kind of dive into conversations with your partner around it um you you really uncover that uh it it is it is a safe space very nourishing yeah completely that's a great word for it i think i'm that's definitely i mean i think i've always some of this is inborn too. You know, you could just be born and have this desire. It doesn't mean there's trauma or things like that. But if there is, like, this is an okay way to have corrective experiences. Yeah. But I definitely think that's what has drawn me to it more is because I do spend my days taking care of people mm. and, you know, supporting them and, and working with them. And so, yeah, it's, it's nice at the end of the day to be like, oh, somebody take care of me. Yeah. Like, this is, I mean, of course, it's a dual exchange, but... Oh, that's one. I think a last maybe final question I had is like, you are spending so much time taking care of others. And I hear that in doing that, it also feeds you and turns you on and you get something out of that. But how do you take care of yourself? And what kind of care do you ask for from maybe your littles? Um, So it's not just a one way road. Yeah. um, I I guess I would preface that by saying I, I, I very much try... I don't go about asking anything from my community. Um, they would all consider themselves littles. Some good, some good girls, some bad girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but not your, but, not yours. But but, yeah. but not mine. And and the, like the amazing thing is, so many of them are in um, relationships. Like some of them are married and and utilize like my work to go, you know, to give to their partner and be like, hey, this right. is what I'm really into. Like, and I, I still remember one of my earliest um, um, supporters. Uh, um, she she was like really uh, upfront at the start. She's like, yeah, I'm I'm utilizing your audio as like training for for for, for my um husband, and and, right. and now he has a nickname. He's like a, he's a daddy as well. Like I've I've spoke to him on Discord. <laughs> like, um, it, it's it's great. I love that. So, um, yeah. Look, it, it is it is just about like I I'm I'm pretty good at checking in with myself and and um and knowing my own boundaries and, and, and looking after my mental health. Uh, I, I, so 
yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of always making sure that I'm I'm looking after me and and being that your cup is full completely because um, otherwise you know you 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 it's the whole uh, you know put um, your oxygen, oxygen mask, mask on first, on first yeah. you know that, that classic <laughs> analogy um, that's like what every therapist says <laughs> yeah it, it's good it's good to know that 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 isn't just an Australian thing it, it's 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 all over the place but yes. I mean look it, it, sometimes cliches um, though those statements uh, they stick or they're sticky for a reason and it's because it, it is it's a great analogy like you you can't give of yourself if if there's nothing of you to give and so yeah I, I'm I'm I, I make sure that I live a, a, a really fulfilling um you know personal life uh and and so that i have got the energy and to to, to give back um in, in this way well thank you so much for joining i have, I have one last question if you're willing to share just to uh to titillate our listeners to go check out your work is there a favorite uh, scene, not, I mean, it could be a scene, it could be an audio that you've done, but one that was maybe your personal favorite that you'd be willing to share a little tidbit about, um, where you were, I don't know, it could have been a suggestion and you were like, damn, this is hot. (laughs) Um, there's a few, there's a, there's a few. I've, I, there's a couple of shower audios that I, I just organically did in, in the shower. Uh, okay. So you do it in, you do it in the shower. I I, I did. I just brought like a microphone in and I, I, and almost, almost ruined a microphone, by the way. I don't recommend doing that to everyone. <laughs> Do you have a partner with you that you're talking to, or is it usually just you by yourself? It, it's usually me by myself. Um, there has there, mm. there are some um, uh, that I've done with other people, um, mm-hmm. either in person or, or over the phone. Yeah. Um, shower ones were fun. The one I just put out was really fun to put together. I did a choose-your-own-adventure type audio where literally you can just like um you can decide if you are going to be a good girl or a bad girl and then from oh, that fun. All these other choices. and that was like a 90s throwback i'm like I, can i do a choose your own adventure in audio form let's find out yeah <laughs> no i just recently had uh performer joanna angel on the podcast and oh, she amazing. releases she has a few books that are choose your own adventure so oh my god, i don't I listen, think it's gone like, out of style I, at all i listened to that oh my god oh my god that may have been subconsciously where i got the idea from <laughs> Uh, it's a inspiration. We're all inspiring Love each other. It. Um, yeah, I would say one that I that I checked out of yours was uh, it was like at a restaurant or something. Yeah, that 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 has been and popular as well. How do you get the so go listen to it, listeners? But there's like there's like restaurant sounds and like walking footsteps, and it's like, are you just in your apartment like making these sounds and like I, doing all this stuff? I'm I'm literally at home. I'm I'm not out, but although I have gone out to record like ambient sound before because I'm a bit of a, like, I love it. I am a little bit of a nerd sometimes, and I'm like I'm like I'm like listening back to it. I'm like, this doesn't sound like a restaurant. Okay, let's yeah, and it let's, has to sound like a restaurant. Let's, let's get some wine glasses tinkling in the background, and I'll just like jump yeah. on YouTube and search for sounds to punch in. But it, yeah, it, I was really impressed with like the audio production. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that side of things, like putting them together as well. So, um, but yeah, I, I it's it's a fantasy. I love kind of like bringing it to life. I love pulling, finding ways to kind of further pull you into the fantasy. And so even little things like that, like the the the, the silence punctuated by footsteps, I, I love kind of, it feels a bit more cinematic. And so I've, I've, I've loved exploring that recently and, and really trying to find ways to pull you deeper into the fantasy. 
Uh, well, thank you so much for joining. Any last messages for any of our little little girls and boys out there? <laughs> um, I, look, uh, um, thank you. For, I just want to say thank you for having me on the podcast. I, I am a big fan. I think the work you do is um, not only brilliant, um, at times hilarious, but really important. And and thank you. I, Likewise, yeah. And and I, I think this is a. a a really great time to um, um, explore uh, independent porn that is um, has more of an activist bent to it. That is uh, exists uh, for for larger reasons than just kind of like you know titillating. Um, so, and, and I'm I'm really humbled to be a part of uh, a very small part of of that wave um, going forward. So, but yeah, um, you're absolutely brilliant, and thank you so much for having me on. I am so grateful to my ongoing sponsors, Uberlube. I'm guessing if you have listened before that you know about Uberlube, but it's always time to refill that lube bottle. At least because I think that using lube generously is always the key. And Uberlube right now is offering listeners a special 10% off and free shipping when you use my code S and S at uberlube.com. Remember that using lube doesn't mean that you aren't turned on or that you're not doing a good job. It's just a tool that helps to maximize your pleasure experiences. Uberlube is a luxurious high-grade silicone lubricant made from clean, body-friendly ingredients. It's just silicone with a little bit of vitamin E. The vitamin E leaves a velvety finish that actually moisturizes the skin. It's good for all parts of the body, even your hair. I use it to help ease the frizzies that I get, and Uberlube has no scent or flavor, so it's great for sensitive skin. Remember to make sure that Uberlube is compatible with whatever barrier method or toy you might be using, but it's definitely compatible with your human skin. Lube is supposed to enhance touch, not overpower it, and Uberlube adds a thin layer that leads to just the right amount of slip while still allowing for skin-on-skin sensations. Right now, they're offering listeners a special 10% off and free shipping when you use my code S&S at uberlube.com. That's 10% off and free shipping. Just use promo code S&S at U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E.com. Now to the episode. Thank you. Likewise. So how can people follow uh, and join ASMR Daddy and check out your content? I guess like the the, the best place to go is, is look me up on um, Pornhub. That's a great place to start. So you can find me there as ASMR Daddy. Um, I think it's pornhub.com forward slash model forward slash ASMR dash daddy um but my main community is all over on patreon and discord so patreon.com slash asmr underscore daddy and you'll find me there well thank you so much for joining and listeners again if you want to follow what i'm doing i'm on instagram for as long as they let any sex educators be on at sluts and scholars on twitter I know I've been it's yeah on Twitter at slut scholars and please don't forget to rate and review and please check out the advertisers and those discounts it really helps the more you support them the more you support the podcast and I've personally vetted all of the things so I hope you like them thanks so much thank you